Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. <laughs> hey, I girl. Was... No, that just reminds me of, um, um, you know, my job is doing a, a partnership with Project 440. And, and I forgot what we were, like, I think Joseph Conyers, he was trying to say, like, something like how you say trap beats playing in the background. <laughs> like he, he did something, but he had the <laughs> on the end. They're going to be like, dang, 20 seconds in, we stay, we already <laughs> mentioned, yep, show Liz. It's about to be Just Flew Black podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he changed our logo to just a picture of him. <laughs> Period. Uh, um... Long yeah. time no see. Not that face. When was we, Katie and I have seen each other in for for classically black or classically black adjacent every day since when? For the past like for the past like week. Mm-hmm. It's only yeah. worse. Not worse. I like you, but <laughs> and then multiple times in 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 days. What the too. heck is Tuesday? Tuesday is a lot. Tuesday. Is it Tuesday that's like three times? And then on Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday is three times. Next Tuesday is going to be, th- we got three. <laughs> People going to think we actually doing stuff. We doing and, stuff, but we ain't doing stuff. And then on Wednesday, last Wednesday, or so yesterday. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> oh, but by the time y'all listen to it, it's last yeah, Wednesday. It, it okay. was last Wednesday. Yeah, it's probably why you said it anyway. Um, No, it's not. Why? It's cause... Oh, dang. I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, podcasting. <laughs> the reason why I was, because I'm looking at my calendar right now, and you know, every day that's past is shaded so it's last wednesday mm-hmm. um but yeah we had two meetings well you had two meetings yeah i had two meetings. let's not do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I oh i forgot to tell you i, I if, okay for those of you who don't know i used to have a really good memory like i really literally you tell me i remember it period and then you just start forgetting stuff the more you add and it's like i feel like it's age i don't think it's I don't think it's I have a lot going on. I think it's age. So I finally Age, Katie, you're twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear it? She's so dramatic. Delaney, it don't matter how much I got going on, like I could remember anything. <laughs> she said age. <laughs> Wait, Delaney. But have you you've had more than this going on before? Maybe not like this, but See? like when you okay, think about like when you're in you school. Don't know. You in school, you juggling multiple classes. I would, you don't, you just know what, it, you just know what you know, you know? I used to be really, I used to have a really good memory, Delaney. Like, I would almost forget something and, like, the ancestors would remind me. That's how good my memory was. And then you just stop showing up and stuff, you know, right now. So I finally got my little Google Calendar thing. And it's, it's nice. I mean, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to turn off my phone calendar too because it, they both be. Yeah, you get like. Some, yeah, somewhere where you can but I like, don't, unsync them. Yeah, but I don't completely trust Google Calendar yet because my phone refuses to believe that I'm in Central Time now. It's you know. Oh yeah, so you can manually been, change it. I had to like, sh- del- delete the time zones because it would not. I would schedule something for ten, and it would say I'm in Chicago, right? It would say I'm in Chicago and still schedule for eleven. So I had to go in and delete the time zones. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get organized. Every year, I said I'm gonna have a planner. I found a planner that I bought for this year, so I'm gonna try it. It's probably gonna last a month. 
I just can't. I can't do planners. I can't because I'm not an organized person. So I feel like that's just too much. I'm more of a kind of, kind of like you know, what are we doing today? Period. Okay. <laughs> but I was no, I was doing that top three. Like every day, I would be like, top three. What are my top three things I must get done today? And like, but when teaching was taking up most of my day for the past four weeks, was you know, it's kind of like I put stuff around teaching. But now we done with that. Period. We done. I ain't got looking no Zoom. I mean, I still got students, but like on the side, not like, oh, 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 oh like that because people can't see you right so that's just <laughs> like that's just, just what it was that. you just did that in a bunch of people's ears right now and they loved it period i'm sure they did unless they're hate listening then sorry um people do that i felt the need to to a podcast though i a guess so there's a youtuber no, I mean, that so I, there's some people who are that miserable there certainly are there's a youtuber who i used to like until she said that she ugh, until I was watching one of her lives with her mom and she was like if it's not STEM it doesn't matter and I'm like first of all you're a YouTuber cause she's got her biology degree from the University of Memphis and then ever since then I just felt some type of way but I, I like her content so I hang around but sometimes I'll be like this is dumb some people are annoying is that, is that kind of hate watching I don't know I like her content well, no, though if it's only yeah but you like it it's only hate watching if you watching her the whole time be like everything she do like man she sucks and everything she do why she do that even though it's like yeah. nothing like she she she's playing with her cat why she even pet her cat that way <laughs> you know like I, I do like I, I'm not gonna say her name on here because I'm not gonna get her no viewers but <laughs> I do like <laughs> I like her content but after that video it just rubbed me the wrong way yeah. if it's not STEM it doesn't matter what does that even mean you are literally a YouTuber. You, they don't offer other majors at colleges just because. That is the dumbest thing I've heard in all of twenty in all of twenty twenty. Well, it wasn't twenty twenty. Everything it was that is not STEM, like anything if it's not, is not that's not science, technology, engineering, or mathematics. Anything outside of that doesn't matter you don't use anything outside of that and also ever. like like i don't want to drag her but if yo if it was if it's not if it's not stem it don't matter how come you're not using that biology degree you got oh that rubbed me the wrong and you way. use food, you use food science food science to cook all your food then like what are you or, talking or, about like, <laughs> i was like that live was a mess she deleted the video it wasn't a live it was a video she deleted it yeah, but she did. She all just all two of the comments were wild in there. They were like, "What are you talking about, girl?" Was a mess. Yeah, you look she's dumb. A, she's a, a relatively big YouTuber. I got like two hundred thousand subscribers. Mm-hmm. Don't be getting one any from over here. I just felt the need to count. We had twelve meetings in the past week. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we did not. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. Yep. Maybe you had twelve meetings and like you thought about me one time. Like, oh, maybe I should tell Katie that. Well, one of them was only a half meeting. Wait, what you talking about? The one yesterday? No, no, it was the one we had with our friend where we kind of we talked about our projects, but oh, we also talked about being meeting? friends. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, we didn't talk about nothing fun. I mean, okay, what well, she's working on this? We know what I mean. We weren't just yeah, like, hanging out. Yeah, everybody, everybody in a bag right now. I love it. The energy is crazy. Everybody trying to listen. People gonna be shook. Classical music is never gonna be the same. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. 
Not only do y'all only program Beethoven, it be like the odd number symphonies. I remember that one time? What symphony? I was like, people play six. Was it six? Mm-hmm. Did I ask? That's it? true. Yeah. I was like, people play that? Oh no, they love Beethoven too. They love that giant. The really? D major. Mm-hmm. They love that. I played Beethoven two so many times. I played Beethoven two. I played it. Well, I haven't formed it. I played it in back when I was a freshman, and I was a. Uh, oh no no no! I did it when I subbed for somebody in conducting orchestra. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good. That's conducting orchestra really do be the same pieces over and over again. One time he lost his mind and did Don Juan and orchestra. When I tell you, we freaking murdered that giant until D, and then everything started to fall apart. But everybody was in the front of their seat. The energy was wild in that room. We're doing Don Juan. Period. You don't need to conduct it for down one at the at the beginning, and then it's slowly by surely by surely. You know, everybody started dropping off. Couldn't play after D, and won't. I ain't gonna be. I'm not gonna mad. I'm not, okay. I'm not gonna mad. I'm not gonna cap. If I see down one, like I'm in my little orchestra, I see down one the list. Like I'm finna be hot. I'm gonna be hot about that. You know what I'm saying? Like my neck gonna be tight. You gotta learn down one. Everybody, you have to learn it. I mean, I don't know all of it. I don't think a lot of people do. I'm be tight. Don't program that. Period. <laughs> um, anything else? Nope. All right. Thanks so much for listening to. Oh, we did good this week. Nine minutes. Period. All right. Um, what you mean? Um. Okay. <laughs> Um, what news this week? That's the order of the show because I know it because I'm the host, so or <coughs> a host. <laughs> first of all, not you going first and forgetting <laughs> 90 times, 92 times, right? 92. Um, um, okay, so news this week, um, a biopic that's gonna be focusing on the lives of. Shav- the lives he had one the life of <laughs> chevalier <laughs> the life of chevalier de saint george is now in development at disney searchlight pictures um the project was pitched by emmy nominated and wga award winning writer stephanie robinson uh who's known for her work on fx's uh atlanta which is a childish gambino show um also, director Stephen Williams, uh, who worked on Watchmen, The Walking Dead, Westworld. Um, he's also on the creative team. Uh, so, yeah, they're, uh, it's in development right now. So, I mean, you know, I don't really know but about the, all that, that film junk. Because, you know, if it's STEM, it doesn't matter. So, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, so y'all, y'all can let us know what development means. I mean, I probably should have Googled it before we turn the mics on. But y'all know what it is over here. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's happening. So, I mean, we'll get into it more in the topic. But right, he we out here, okay? Classical music, we out here. We That's doing we it out here. Um, and then secondly, I just want to bring attention to um something terrible that happened this week. Terrible. Um, uh, so I mean, I'm sure y'all remember from all of our times hyping him up, Adam Sadbury. Um, he was also on the show a couple months ago, um, and we went to Eastman with him. Um, but unfortunately, while he was out of town, his apartment got uh, burglarized. Uh, so they stole uh, like 
I think like $15,000 worth of stuff from his place, mm-hmm. including uh, documents with his social security number on Yo. them. And, um, and also several instruments. Um, but, uh, some of which, you know, some of which are insured and I guess some, some that were not. So I just want to bring attention to this because he's accepting, you know, donations, anything that you can do to help him out. You know, um, it's always fuck 12 over here. It always has been, always will be. Um, and it doesn't look like, you know, it's, it seems from his account and from multiple people's accounts, including, uh, Jennifer Arnold was saying this too, like a, the police don't take burglaries, um, seriously. And I bet especially not if you're black. And like he said that it hasn't been. Like, they've been taking a sweet time, so. Yeah, but y'all take um 12-year-old swinging on a swing in a park seriously, huh? Right, so. um, So, you know, we're we trying to help him out as much as we can. Because apparently the people who literally get paid to do that um won't. So, um, I've linked. Um, first of all, I've linked the uh, post of his so that you can. Um, if you're in the Memphis area. Um, he has the serial numbers of several of the instruments that were taken. Um, so if you see, he also has a description. So if you see anything like that, um, I would encourage you to reach out uh, to him and uh, just keep an eye out if you're in the Memphis area. Um, and then also I've linked some different platforms that you can donate to him if you are able uh, to do that. So yeah, help him out. Adam is such a great guy. Yeah. I'm like, y'all really, y'all couldn't have went, if y'all really needed to sell for something, okay, no, let me not do that. Let me not do that. Because <laughs> now we all are doing, that's good black podcast host, Delaney Harris, endorsing stealing. Um, I but mean, y'all be endorsing much issue. worse, so. Huh? I said, but actually, y'all be out here endorsing much worse, so. Right. He said his main instrument was with him. Thank yes, God. Thank God. I mean, that's not on brand for him somebody who practices I can't relate so anyway you done yep okay so for the intermission this week I, I see it went well for you this week Delaney no yeah, well that's a strong word anyway so there's a, tw- a twend okay there's a trend going on on Twitter where people will tweet timeline sleep dot 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 and they say something that's not necessarily problematic but they'll say like it's basically an unpopular opinion but what they're alluding to is the fact that everyone is sleeping like they'll do it like two in the morning three in the morning so it's like people can't see what you said so people not gonna argue with you basically Mm -hmm. what they was what it is so it'll be like tl sleep blank 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 so um i got the idea i mean a lot of people been doing it but um i followed choice which is tabitha brown's daughter tabitha brown is the one who who blew up at the beginning of quarantine because she's vegan she doing tiktok videos and choice was like tl sleep dot 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 i like okra and people were like no <laughs> like that's gross oh she did one she was like tl sleep um i like coleslaw and people were like coleslaw's good I think coleslaw is good, but I guess the yeah. way the comments were going. Yeah, some people don't like coleslaw. I mean, you can have nasty coleslaw. I mean, who making y'all coleslaw? Right. And she was like, "Yup." She's vegan too. She was like, "Yup." On a, with the, on a hot dog, and I said, "I'm about to try that." That's all. Like it could be good. What did what, what y'all make coleslaw? I just realized I've never made coleslaw. I think coleslaw has a mayonnaise base, and it must have like some type of sugar in it too. Because my grandma, she make a 
Now I want some coleslaw. I got to make that. It can't be hard because it's carrots and cabbage. Yeah. And still up a mayonnaise thing. That sounds good right now. And it do sound good on a hot dog. You know, I love me some mayonnaise on a hot dog. And that ain't no TL sleep. That is what it is, period. No, that ought to be a TL. That ought to be TL in a coma. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So we have done, we've come up with four of these TL TL sleep. (laughs) I'm actually done with this podcast. (laughs) I I actually, I want to leave. So I'm going to. So just take it away, chief. Catherine. I'm logging off, so. Got it from here? Period. All right, y'all. I'm leaving. Can you imagine if I just... (laughs) First of all, I wouldn't be. Y'all even clap right here and get uploaded. (laughs) (laughs) How you gonna upload? What if I don't send my stuff to you? Oh, that's going to be my half. Could you imagine? (laughs) You gotta guess what I said? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, we did two. We... We did two timeline sleeves. I don't know what you said. I'm gonna keep going. I said a Mad Libs, huh? Mad Libs. So we did two. We did two regular ones, like I like okra or whatever. Like two regular ones, and then two having to do with classical music. Like, what you gonna admit to your timeline because you think that they're sleeping? Oh yeah, that's a better way to say it. it's an admission. It's an admission, but your admission is usually some type of unpopular opinion. Okay, you go first, Eleni. Okay, I want to do the classical music ones first because my other ones are, I feel like, are going to spark more of a debate. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. My first one, I mean, this is probably not new for anybody who follows me on Instagram, which is probably barely any of you. But um, <laughs> um, I put this on my story a couple, probably a couple weeks ago, and I was like, TL Sleep. A lot of these rappers are more innovative than your favorite composers. Period. Period. I mean, I know we 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 discuss Haydn, but that's probably one of my favorite quotes from Classically Black. Why was I literally gonna say Haydn? <laughs> Y'all not gonna be out here acting like Haydn didn't write the same quartet over. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> Haydn got to number he got to symphony number eighty seven and was like, I bet you don't nobody remember what number eleven sound like. Bet. <laughs> I bet you, and just copied and pasted that joint. Like I bet you, or he might have changed the key. Maybe I bet you at one point, you know, here he around number ninety one, you know, around number one hundred and six, and he like, how many did he write? Maybe Girl, one hundred and four. I don't know. Okay, yeah, right, something around there. He definitely <laughs> wrote over a hundred. Yeah, it's definitely over a hundred. Cause I feel like no, I paid, for sure I, it's over a hundred. I played one hundred and four. I think. Isn't one hundred and four? You know what? Let me not embarrass myself on this mic. Well, it's a classical music. I was gonna guess a name, but never mind. Also, we like I said, I will also, continue okay. to drag hide in because he had literally had to write a symphony to keep people awake. <laughs> also, I'm, I mean, he was in his bag though. He was writing those. He wasn't just writing them because he yeah. thought he could write. Right. He was writing them because oh, one hundred and six. Mm. I was close. Um, yeah, but like one of my favorite classic black quotes is when you were talking about how like Haydn was innovative at that time for the you know the dynamics and you was like he was probably like who you know <laughs> go loud to solve <laughs> <laughs> he was in the concert hall in 17 whatever who you know go loud to solve 
I wait again. Who you know? <laughs> I wait. <laughs> I wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's a lot of artistry going on over here, and I'm really sick of you know classical music people. They love to act like ain't no other, ain't no other genre worthy, and you know it's not everybody. I mean, most people who listen to classically black, don't I'm sure don't feel that way. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've said it before. I say to the day I die, Takeoff is elite. If you listen, if you the way he raps, nah, digga da digga da digga da digga da digga da digga da like that. He that's a rhythm he used in. I forgot what song that was. And it's like, whatever. Yeah, those are like triplets or whatever. But like, take off who you know doing that. Take off the lead. He's the best rapper. He's the best rapper uh, in Amigos. And some of y'all favorite timpani players could never. I want to do, maybe that's another, maybe that's another episode because, um, like, you know, how we, how we explained, you know, to Nikki. Mm-hmm. Using you know whatever we did oh some people might not have heard it so we explained to um to our friend Nikki um classical music concept using the music that she listens to so we use like you know she listens to Drake so we use Drake songs to explain the difference between classical and romantic era but mm-hmm. another person that I learned um but like that had a really unique style of rap like I've obviously heard their popular songs but I'm not into them was like E40 at this time like coming up i think he said i think he said he took him three albums for people to take him like for them to finally be like okay fine we like you now mm-hmm. but he does a lot of like rubato in his rap oh, it's, it's so yeah. crazy like i've never heard no early e40 like because where would i have heard that at but mm-hmm. um yeah but i could be episode i'll tell you also some of these rappers like they really be I was telling Delaney, like, uh, what's her name? Young and May got a song I'll call Big, where she text paints. You know what? Real quick, Delaney, wait, it's my, I think it's explicit. But it's like, <laughs> she's like, uh, big drip, small problems, big moves. And I was like, <laughs> what? And it's like, that is so simple. But like, we don't really think we, we don't really think to like, look for that stuff in rap. So when I listened to that song for the first time, I was like, did she just right, we think we special over here we not huh i said we think we special over here we not really not small problems big oh small problems <laughs> big moves <laughs> i said period young ma um okay mine is oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna say this okay mine is tl sleep sometimes i wish i picked cello the cello okay i love the viola Oh, I love the viola. Uh, so, I love the viola community. I feel like am I gonna get? Am I gonna get dragged? Okay, obviously I love the viola. I think That's the not viola to me after that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious to me because I'm in so much debt and I'm still going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love the viola. I love everything about it. I have a good time playing it. I think the C string, whatever. I'm not gonna sit here and defend, but every once in a while I hear a cello thing and I be like. Dang, that song good. Not too late. It's certainly too late, and we know no, it's I mean too late to play the cello. I don't mean like. Can you imagine? You can still get in the CSO. Start right now at twenty six. Like, well, you know, you never know. I mean, but God's also grace. like, I, but I just mean like in general. I will say it's short lived because every time I 
I pick up a cello, I'll be like, nah, I'm good on this. The thumb pain on that bow, because I'm not used to holding my thumb like that. Like, mm. it's also the same height as me. Like, every time. So, I want to be clear. I'll hear some cello junk. I mean, I'll be like, four-year-olds that play the cello, though. You can solve that one. You said what? I said, it'd be like four-year-olds that play the cello, though. You can solve that. Come on, Katie. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'll hear some cello stuff, like, dang, I should have played the cello. And then I'll pick up a cello, and I'll be like, nah, I'm good on viola. Viola, my thing, I'll be looking at my fingers sometimes, I'll be like, I played the right instrument. Like, my hands are huge. Your hands are bigger than mine, so maybe. Isn't it crazy? Maybe bass was your instrument, for real. Girl, I am too clumsy for a bass. I will def I will fall on that thing. There is no freaking way. Listen, I am I, I way I too love, clumsy for the bass. I hate taking my bass places. Like they're like, oh yeah, you must really got the hang of it. It's like, do I have the hang of it technically? Sure. I hate moving my bass. I don't I bet. like like wherever I am, that's just like where it's going to be. That's why that's why I could never be a freelancer. Like just mm-hmm. the 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 taking the instrument, putting it in the car, that that alone is a bit much. Like I just like because people are like people say that and I'm like at school, like my I take my bass from the practice room to the hall or from the practice room to my teacher's studio and back like and so no. <laughs> You don't even look. I feel like, and then one day the elevator out, y'all. But y'all are just used to hiking it upstairs. Nah, that's too much. That is too much. But just to clear the air, I don't want nobody in my stuff. I send classical back podcast host Katie hates the viola. (laughs) Says it's trash. (laughs) Just to be clear, I love my instrument, Mm -hmm. and my Sally May Bill says so. But the show is dope. Mm-hmm. Period. No, I'm just playing. Um, also, I don't got to justify nothing to nobody, so. Okay. See, <laughs> Katie is so defensive. Like, <laughs> you be so sensitive. I am mad sensitive. I am mad. There's a, there's oh. a, I, I was going to pick a caption, a, a caption for a photo one time. Um, and there's, there's a line from the song. It's like the only time. The only time you can see that I'm pressed, my hair is done. It's the only time you can see I'm pressed, something like that. And I'm like, I can't even use that. It's so, no, it's like my hair is the only time that you can see that I'm pressed. And, and I'm like, I can't even use that because that is so false. I am always pressed. <laughs> <laughs> so I always admire the song from afar. Right. Hey, Katie, what she mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Delaney and I will get what messages. Mean, hey, what she mean? Hey, she called me a horse? No. <laughs> Then I would get messages. I'll come back three hours later. I'm be like, but you see how she said? <laughs> and then I'd be, the last time I got Delaney kind of hyped up. She was like, nah, what she mean by that? See. Okay, that was the only time. Well, no, 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 that wasn't the only time. The, the first time was a Twitter thing. Um, This was the second time. But there was another thing. It was one more thing. It was like two weeks later. And I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's that cancer moon, bro. I overthink everything i'm so sensitive i might i might be going like i have to it is what it is i can't i cannot run away from anymore i am a very sensitive person and it took restraint well actually no actually the thing that someone commented that one time recently i didn't care enough about it i just like girl you see this and i left it alone but i'm very sensitive and i I read in between every single word inflection 
use of punctuation and see and we, we can't do it because remember we were on the we were on the phone with jasmine and we said something about an email closing that we used and you were like oh if somebody used that against me i would think that's rude and we were like that's our regular one and then no, the one because that if you, you say used, we if you say rude. best comma oh no we fighting that's why best I- no me and me and jasmine use that as our regular regular email like closing and, and that's I'm why the- you can't you can't attribute too much to that because this, that's like a super like imagine we didn't know each other and i said best and well, you were like actually <laughs> and then, well, no, no, no. it depends and on the context the right it depends on the context but if i'm going back and forth with somebody or you send me like my former principal oh my god she's literally the worst if I'm if I'm responding to her, I'm writing a short email, like sh- not in length, but short. Like I'm 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 annoyed oh, with her, yeah, and I was yeah. very open with my annoyance by her because she just did a lot. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't normally act like that in a professional setting, but like y'all just don't understand. <laughs> this freaking nun was ridiculous. So in my emails to her, I'd be like da 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 best Katie. I'm sorry. I'm very, but I, it's, it's regular to me. So like, I'm not gonna, yeah, that's why, yeah, you best, can't like best. Nah, bro. And that then ain't that, it, chief. that other person. And I think some of the stuff was lost and was lost a little bit because English was their second language. And I think that they used something that sounded ruder than they actually oh, meant it to be. You talk about that thing with that thing. Yeah. Girl. So I like, I feel like, nah, because he came from blood and I was like, no nah, fam. Delaney, he came from my neck. Do not explain to me what a key, what's in the key signature. No, bro, no. I was, I was. That's a hill I am willing to die on. No, I'm not saying it certainly sounded rude, but I think, okay, I'm about to say no, it certainly sounded rude. But there was, some, I don't remember the word for word. I, I, I I'm sure you do, but some of the some remember. of the stuff. Uh, I didn't remember some of the word stuff. Word, in, but, oh, go ahead. Some of no, you're right. Some of those, some of those stuff in in the email was I, I could see was lost in translation but basically guys i made a mistake in a recording and dude tried to come for me talking about in the key signature i was like do not tell me what's in the key signature i will simply record it again and so i told him i told him as such i got really emotional because i also didn't really want to do it say no if you don't want to do something um I forgot what I was gonna say, I'm but so, so we can move on uh, to the. But that kind of brings well, that doesn't. But cello thing kind of brings us to my second one. I was thinking, and it's funny because I was thinking this naturally earlier today. But TL sleep. It's time for a new set of cello suites. Anybody, somebody can anybody <laughs> write them? I was just thinking, like I don't know. Listen, I understand. Bach, we get it. Um, <laughs> but gonna, no, we gonna get dragged. <laughs> no, but I was no, but it's not even that we can't nobody play that no more. But it would be cool, like not even just someone has a cello suite, but like a new, like you know how th- it's the six box suites. Like if somebody had a new one, sweets, uh, a set of sweets for sh- for solo cello, like in that same like fashion. I don't mm-hmm. know. That'd I be think dope. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean also I think stuff is just not championed like uh, what's his name Telemon has these has they're not viola fantasies they're violin fantasies they slap you know what I'm saying but they're not regarding the same way 
people just love especially like f- at least for string players i think across the board bach is such a rite of passage like yeah people just gonna keep up maybe we should find a new rite of passage make a make a mare write some stuff i'll play that but normal stuff not no no like just <laughs> that sound regular to me nah don't do too much <laughs> like the freaking rager suites the rager suites reveal are are quite challenging um what was i about to say um yeah joey write some stuff that I got cut my viola in half to play it. Love <laughs> <laughs> you, Joey. Be playing microtones and junk. No, I'm good. <laughs> Not cut your viola in half. Um, <clears throat> what's it? Oh, it's your time. Okay. Oh, we're doing the regular ones. This could be anything. No, I didn't do my thing yet. Oh, right, your last ones. Yeah. Okay. Timeline sleep. You shouldn't have to pay to take orchestra in school. Like, I understand, like, college has to function, but you tell me how it's fair for me to pay you over thousands of dollars for you to make money off of me. Huh? Nah, something something not adding up. Something not adding up. I got to pay to perform. I got to pay for a performance class, and then you get money off of ticket sales. Three plus four equals... Three plus four equals eight. Who do that? You said what? I said who do that? My undergrad charges for... uh, Oh, for for, for, tickets? Yeah, I don't think Eastman does. No, Eastman don't. But they have before. Because on the special ones, like when Joshua Bell came and when Renee Fleming came. They do charge sometimes if it's a part of if it's a part of like the Eastman presents or something. Mm-hmm. They do charge actually. Renee Fleming coming in special. She might as well have a studio at Eastman. Yeah, that's not maybe a drag. She, it's just, it's what it is. Maybe she's not ready. Maybe she's not ready for that. Because I was about to say a, a voice faculty position just opened opened up. It's been filled now, but um, maybe she's just not ready because I'm sure they will pull up a chair as soon as she is. Like I'm not, I'm not dissing her. I've never, I never. She, the amount of time she comes, you know, the eight times she comes every year, I've never seen her on the campus. Only eight. <laughs> Twelve times she comes every year, I've never seen her on campus. But like, like Renee Fleming, you must be like George Taylor coming to Eastman. Okay. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. And on that note, <laughs> on that note, <sighs> um, what's next? Um, oh me. All right. <clears throat> I think I've said this. I might have said this in passing before, or maybe I've only told you and it hasn't been on the mic. But mine aren't even that juicy. I should have tried harder. Go ahead. Mine are about food. You know, food food opinions are very polarizing. I have one food one. Yeah. TL sleep, ice, and cereal slaps. I can see that. We talked about that before we have and, and and i feel like it's the unfamiliarity that people and it's and also putting your milk in the fridge like people you know people keep milk in the fridge gives you a, a false sense of security because you're like why do you need that my milk is already cold your milk is not cold your milk, your milk you might cold. as you might as well have boiled it okay like 
Like, I've gotten so many people, what the heck? And my mom has always done this, like, for as long as I can remember. And I feel like, first of all, what you got to do, you got to push, first of all, push the ice under so it gets it cold faster. Because I don't like soggy cereal. So mm-hmm. I can't just leave my cereal sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, But if you do, I mean, well, all the better. But um, Oh, wait, you eat it with the ice in there? Yeah. You eat you around mean? the ice? Yeah, what what else would you do? But, like, put your milk in a glass with... No, like, put your milk with the ice in a bowl, let it sit, take the ice out, then add your cereal. No, I just eat around the ice. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay, not putting up a fight, period. No, nah, my, my pastor does the same thing. And my mom... <clears throat> oh, my God. My pastor does the same thing. And my mom was like, do you know Pastor Diller puts ice in this? I'm like, yeah, ice cold milk, mom. And she was like, Katie, that's weird. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, and I could not go back. I tried. I had, <clears throat> I I had, I remember, um, there was a period of time we were living with no ice in the house. It was terrible. Because um, the ice, ice machine was broken. And um, I remember having some cereal and I was like, who set my milk on fire? Okay. <laughs> But yeah. Okay. Mine is time when I sleep. Sometimes I eat tofu out the pack. <laughs> it's tofu is mad good. I'll say I'll say champ. Okay, not you not even looking at me. Alright, so I'll do my last one. Um Tofu I'm, is I so nothing, good. I have nothing to say to that. Uh-huh. What? Yo, I've never said that. That in combination with the mayonnaise on the hot dog should tell y'all everything (laughs) y'all need to know about Katie. Like I don't understand. I don't even need to say nothing else at this point. I don't. She tells herself. Mayonnaise on a hot dog is elite. This will keep coming back up. It lubricates the bread. Who wants dry bread? Katie, mayonnaise. Nobody said dry bread. Nobody you said put, that. All you put other condiments on on hot dogs. It just like it's adds a, it's mayonnaise or nothing. It you adds dimension like, to the hot dog. All right. So I, I I have no interest in arguing. And even better, if you put um, a sauce in, like a vegan sauce, so and you put mayonnaise one, on the thing. So let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you. Let me. I'm turning my volume all the way down. Let me help you out. I'm not turning, Katie. I'm telling you. I'm turning my volume all the way down. Okay. Well, let me help you out. I'm trying to get. I can't even hear you right now. Okay. Volume is off. <laughs> you just i'm just looking at your face i'm not i'm i'm seriously turning my volume down let me so help let me you out okay actually and just you will, to me with your hands and, as you're done and that is fine that is fine you think i'm <laughs> great i'm glad you can't hear me because you're gonna hear it when you edit it and you're that's fine you're gonna hear when you edit it period you're gonna hear it mayonnaise on the bun signal to me whenever you're done okay and you're gonna hear it when you edit mayonnaise on the bun then the hot dog some grilled no then some mustard then some grilled onions period and you gonna hear this delay when you edit okay you better take this chunk out come go back and listen at minute 39 you better take this chunk out come but go back period it's elite that's all you need to know okay delaney really turned the volume down and what's crazy about this is it's her week to edit so what you even doing champ what you doing she literally just staring at me y'all listen remember who told you try that mayonnaise on the hot dog bun delaney don't cut this out mayonnaise on the hot dog bun then the hot dog 
That's a mustard. I hope y'all are enjoying this private conversation. <laughs> some okay right now. When I tell y'all I turn my so audio off, onion. I cannot hear what she's saying. And I refuse to hear this from her. <laughs> We've had this argument so much so many times. Okay. And you and I you just heard saying. it. You just heard it. And you better not take this out. Minute thirty nine. Period. You leaving this in. Period. She waving her arms around. Don't know what she's talking about. Okay, so she gave me the thumbs up, so I'll turn my audio back on. All right. What I did say is when I cut that All right, I'm going to listen. Well, I'm turn back down. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said don't cut that out? Don't cut that out, because I told her. I, I, t- I was putting them on. Since you didn't want to be part of the conversation, I was putting people okay, on. Well, I'll just make sure I write down the timestamps. Delaney. Sure <laughs> <laughs> also, people, like, people, you give me a chance, Joey, who freaking argue me down about cold ketchup he was like why you want ice on your fries and da, 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 da. i'm not gonna argue down argue you down about that I, I i understand ketchup goes in the refrigerator I, that's just how i grew up like you know so i just didn't know that i didn't read it people are like you didn't read the bottle no i didn't read the ketchup bottle who was sitting around don't nobody Ooh. read the ketchup my grandma yeah my grandma <laughs> i asked for some ketchup my grandma gave me some hot ketchup i'm like gloria you don't put the, the ketchup in the fr- but, in the fridge like it's not hot to me it's though because like hot. yeah because a pantry it's is not, cool but yeah but i i would never argue but like it's so it's certainly supposed to go to the in the refrigerator but if i grew up all my life i had ketchup in the pantry why would i be inspired as an adult so hey let me just check out what this yeah. lady says <laughs> but joey <laughs> joey read today <laughs> joey was dragging me yeah he was dragging me and then he said he had some real 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 hot fries Dip that junk oh, in some cold ketchup, and he was like, "Katie, good. I've come back hat in hand." Okay. I said, "Period." I'm glad we. I'm glad we. I'm glad we that, had this moment. That Joey. do sound good. That come on, and it sounds so position. good. You talking about, and it's like you know, well, you know, it's quarantine, so every day cheat day for me. But we working on it, y'all. Pray for me. But when you get the the good fries with the when they done oiled up the bag and they real real hot, and then you dip dip dip. Period. Um, is it my turn or your turn? Oh, it's your turn. No, it's not. It's your turn. What did you say? Something, something problematic. I see. I, I don't. Not something problematic. I talk. The last thing I said was about tofu. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, TL sleep. I like to microwave cake. Okay. Now, you know, it, and that's a general statement, and it's not necessarily true generally. There's only really one type of cake that I do it with, and that's the chocolate cupcakes from Wegmans. When I tell you, and, and it's very difficult to do because obviously the icing will melt, so it's really, it's very like a small, I'm telling you, like, I don't know why or how that happened for me, but it took it to the next level, so. Hot cake? It's not hot though, because you can't put it in for more than like fifteen seconds. It's not hot, cause icing will melt. It's warm. Yo, you warm cookies, warm brownies. We're not gonna act the same. It's not. No, it's not the same. But I'm just saying <coughs> it's not a completely foreign concept. Like a I'm cake? eating. I'm eating hot ice. Like the if I get some cake from the Red Fern, oh, I miss the Red Fern. Shout oh. out to them. They desserts are elite. The first thing you do, you put it in the fridge. You can't put it in the fridge too long because then the icing get hard. 
You gotta put it in the fridge. You gotta look at someone you like. Put, put it in your mouth. You taste the cold. <sighs> and in a glass. And here's where all the milk comes in handy. Because you really can't drink. I mean, you can drink oat milk, of course, but it's kind of like thick, right? So you wash it down with some almond milk. Because <sighs> I had that chocolate Oreo mint cake. And you put it in the fridge, but not too long because then it gets hard. So like, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. Take it out. Get you a little glass of almond milk. Period. What I will say, I mean, all of Katie's <clears throat> all of Katie's food decisions are not terrible. Um, okay. She does have a YouTube channel called Katie Makes It Vegan. Subscribe to her YouTube oh, channel. Oh, yeah, subscribe to my channel, y'all. I never said that. Yeah, I got a little YouTube channel. We make a stuff. I make I make them tacos stuff look, Those them tacos look good. Oh my god They look the point. <laughs> They really look good Because I had them At this place called Santa Monica I keep saying Messing up the name But it's a restaurant Summer House At Santa Monica In Chicago And Nikki ordered them I ordered them And <clears throat> Nikki They had to bring me Another one Because the dipping sauce Got on the tacos And it's not vegan I hate when restaurants Do that Why is dipping sauce Not vegan on the vegan option that's true that's true that's true i don't even think about that but then you might as well make it all the way vegan so then both could eat it yeah because it's like she had to bring me again that to bring that to make it over because i Mm -hmm. you know i'm not i'm a little bit of it i'm not a dramatic vegan i just like i don't i don't feel right about wiping stuff off that's why i haven't okay i'm dramatic by nature but i'm talking about like you know what i mean because some people don't be care like i remember this one time i ordered food for something and i ordered i you know i was ordered something so everybody could eat and this one girl i saw i know she's vegetarian and she was picking the meat off and i'm like are you even comfortable i'm like why didn't you just ask hey is there a vegetarian option like you're comfortable yeah eating something that just had meat on it like i eat meat and i wouldn't even you know i guess everyone's different but that's i can't do that i really i really cannot if it touches that's why i stopped going to taco bell because the last time I found too much cheese in my stuff and it's like mm. I've never been back to Taco Bell since but um that was like over a year ago I just ha- I cannot um whatever so yeah Nikki ate them and Nikki Nikki <laughs> do not be don't be want to be trying no vegan stuff they are busting I ain't finna hold you but um yeah is this your last one Okay, here's mine. <clears throat> Mine's not even bad. Timeline sleep. In my opinion, Uh-oh. in my opinion, I think sleeping without socks is weird. Oh my gosh. Y'all, the feeling. First of all, you moisturize your, your feet. Your bare right? body? <laughs> okay. <laughs> When you put, you know, you it's time to go to bed. You know, you do your little shower routine. You do your little foot scrub or whatever. You put your little Vaseline on. You got Vaseline on your sheets now. That's the first thing. Second I don't thing. Wear Vaseline on my feet. Huh? So I don't put Vaseline on. So oh, not on my Vaseline. feet. I put, put Vaseline on my feet. The second thing is, I don't know what's wrong with me, but the I, that's why I said in my opinion. Because I know it's like not... Like someone asked me, like, what's the weirdest thing about you? I'm like, I have to sleep in socks because the feeling of the sheets rubbing against my feet—I I don't know what it is, Delaney. I hate that feel when sheets are up against my feet. I don't know how to describe it. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's I have like a weird I thing like that actually now that I can oh for real. That. It's on my feet. I and people think this is so weird. I must wear a bra. I have to. 
to sleep in, to sleep no, 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 no. i don't sleep in a bra i used to <clears throat> i used to sleep in a bra until a couple mm-hmm. years. it's been years now but like as soon as i get up that's the first yeah, thing i have, I to, have, have to i have to I, like when people are like oh it's this quarantine ain't nobody wearing bras a girl said shoot i am <laughs> nah i nah it, i've been living in sports bras but i have to have something yeah. to like keep me <laughs> in line okay because I, I, I hate the feeling of a shirt like ugh, I and hate you just that. put lotion you know what i mean got nothing we not go too far <laughs> but like you put lotion on it and now oh <laughs> i hate it oh my gosh so right. i can i can appreciate i can i can understand that i didn't know how that was gonna go over people are gonna be like katie's so freaking weird the feeling of the sheets against my bare feet makes me cringe. I have to have socks on. You know who's I have really to weird? Huh? Oh, you know, say you know who's really weird, like a sleeping habit that's really weird. People uh-huh. sleep with the door open. <gasps> so the so the so the serial killer can watch you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I saw that on Twitter it was circulating. Somebody talking about yeah, I sleep with the door open. I'm like, huh? You might as well put the knife right next to your bed too. <laughs> right. Put a note or post it that say take me out. <laughs> and you know, you know, like no one knows this because why would you have come to my apartment? But my former apartment, oh, R.I.P. to one sixty eight Gibbs. I mean, okay. no matter now. <laughs> oh, so nobody else is gonna live there? Huh? I guess it don't matter for you. It don't matter, right? Just yeah, no, it don't matter. Girl. It don't matter, right? <laughs> it don't matter. Don't, ain't nobody rolling up. <laughs> I just take that out, shouldn't I? No. no? Okay. Well anyway, RIP, I was in that apartment for four years, period. And my I had it's a studio it's basically a studio with a wall in the middle. Cause it's it's it was um what's it called? Advertised as a studio. So there was no door in my bedroom. You know how much adjustment that took? I could feel somebody standing See, I would have like, had to put a freaking like you know, like a little curtain up or something. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> girl but now in my house I'm, I'm back in my uh childhood home and this house making noises ain't no way and like my grandma swear she see dopey i mean ghost so she's like i told you that first night she's like good luck <laughs> but like these are these are my ghosts they're not ghosts but like this house makes noise it just makes a lot of noise it's old good luck <sighs> Well, that's it, y'all. We moving right. on. Oh, we should do one. Y'all are mad creative. I got to post the, um, the intermissions. Is today Thursday? Oops. Well, post them on Saturday. <laughs> what do I be doing? Anyway, um, yeah, I might, I might do that. Time honestly. It's hard to, it's hard to explain this one, though. Is it? I figured out. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, so we're moving on to the topic this week. Um, so like, yeah, like we said in the news, or like I said in the news, um, Chevalier de Saint George has been making a reappearance in the media. Um, and I mean, classical music, period, but like, you know, they're making this movie, and um, so something that's really been going around is the nickname that he seems to have, uh, the Black Mozart or Mozart Noir. So we're here to tell y'all, listen, <laughs> we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about why this is problematic because some people do not, I guess, understand mm-hmm. why it's problematic to call him the Black Mozart. Um, so we're gonna talk about our feelings around it. 
Um, and yeah, how you feel? Um, well, one, <clears throat> I feel like I feel like well, at the very at the very basics, like at the very basic level, they're completely different. The only thing that makes them similar is the fact that they both were in the classical era. So it's it's like you would never say like, "Oh, Mendelssohn was the was the was the white Tchaikovsky" cuz like that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's the only thing like Chevalier was also like um like the name he got like Chevalier de Saint-Georges or whatever like was a title appointed to him because of his mm-hmm. work. So it's like I just don't think I think we we need to make a shift from making black people palatable by comparing them to something white. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't he could just be his name. He don't have to be the black Mozart. That's my that's my my very like my the thing I think about the most. Like that's like the main thing, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, and also I mean I just feel like it diminishes his accomplishments or like his individuality at the very least like say you mm-hmm. like Mozart way more than Chevalier de Saint George that's fine but like he is still like it's his work and not everything needs to be related to whiteness for you to be able to think of it like I was talking to I was talking to Katie um I was like who's that I was like who's that dude that I always play with uh with Isaac Perlman and you said Pinchas Pinchas Zuckerman mm-hmm. I'm like imagine you, you somebody is telling somebody about classically black in their life and even though we're completely different, like literal, we just be talking and they, you know, legends and they're also playing the violin and neither of us play the violin, but hmm, they're, what, what's a white duo in classical music? They're, they're, they're like the black Isaac and Pinchas. That's what they are. That's what right. they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. With like no regard, like you just take something totally, like let me just find a duo that's white in classical music to relate them to. You know, like it's just, right. it just doesn't make any sense. And it's like, why can't you just let black people exist and give people their things like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like i just feel like there's no reason for people to know the phrase the black mozart more than they can think of chevalier de saint George. right like i would be pissed i would be pissed if there were more people who knew me as the black version of somebody else than my actual name that's attached to my work and I feel like you might you might be like, well, they were trying to introduce him, so it was like, how can we how can we introduce him and not make the white people mad? Oh, you know, he just like Mozart. He just he just a he little brown, but he just like Mozart. He just got a really good tan, like, he, like a real like it's like, like he fell asleep nah. outside, uh, and, and here we are, like. <laughs> and also, like, you, there's several accounts of like Mozart being jealous of him and like. He f- he found him as a nemesis. Mm-hmm. So he how was older, right? Was he? he was older than Mozart. Yeah. So, I mean, I got the white Chevalier. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that like, <laughs> I'm hoping that people like going forward, like, especially like in these times, we just see like we stop doing that. Like, just make, just make black people like exist on their own without having to compare them to whiteness to make them more palatable mm-hmm. and i feel like i mean i mean you see that with classically black too like we kind of we really put a stress on 
giving people their things and some people may argue that we give people too much we don't we don't um but we we put a stress on that because we see stuff like this like there's a there has been an erasure of black people in classical music for as Mm -hmm. long as classical music has existed right and even the people who have whose legacy has managed to survive despite that are still in some way you know being being erased if it's not their work if it's not their like if it's not research on their their work and their lives it's their name you know samuel coward taylor the black mauler huh when was the last time mauler wrote uh, variations on african air like what about like huh i'm like are people really doing that i mean i'm surprised but i'm not you know, like we doing a we doing a, a a concert dedicated to Harry T. Burnley, so let's play some divorce because trickle down. I mean, well, also you they they so worried about trying to get the um they so so worried about trying to keep white people in their halls. You don't know, like black people will black people support black things, like but mm-hmm. you you make us feel unwelcome everywhere we go. That like in the in the in the same country that y'all y'all stole us from you stole us from our country and brought us here and then make us feel unwelcome make us feel unwelcome here and it's like you don't have to worry about i mean yeah like whatever you have your donuts but y'all forget that black people have money too like you can program black things and black people will come to the will come to the like and they will they will donate into institutions that they believe support them and mm-hmm. and don't act like they don't exist yeah because like i was telling we were talking the other day i do not go to the movies generally do not like going to the movies because we live in america and you can get god anywhere um and two i don't like leaving my house in general so there is not very much that's going to get me to the movie theater but i went to see black panther solely because it was black panther never saw a marvel movie before but i was like oh we got a black superhero period i'm there and i saw black i've seen black panther six times three times in theaters three times in theaters i paid actual money to go see to go see black panther and got up out of my house me out of my house (laughs) the person that's four months in the quarantine it feels like it's day one like, okay, I don't, wait, hold on. Yeah, I don't feel any type of way about not leaving. I wouldn't be going anywhere. The only place I would be going is to work. That's it. <laughs> and um, and the time before that, I was saying was Black Klansman. And the time before that, Get Out. And the time before that was Straight Outta Compton. Like it's a certain type of movie that's gonna get me to the movie theater. Just like it's a certain type of composer that's gonna get me into the concert hall. Right. I mean, like I'm the same thing. It's like. Another thing I feel like arts organizations don't realize, orchestras specifically, is the fact that, like, using the same example, I saw Black Panther with Delaney. I saw it, I paid for it twice, maybe three times, I don't remember. And then I took my Black Behind to go see Aquaman. I paid to see Aquaman. Because I was like, you know what? That Black Panther stuff was kind of good. I wonder what else y'all talking about. And Aquaman was good. You know what I'm saying? It so was, I was like, what's that even up oh no it's about that dude and then right he a man and he be aqua and stuff something happened he was at his house and then all this water came in and he think his mom was a mermaid or something and then he had to go down in the ocean and and solve some crime or something and then <laughs> i saw some crime <laughs> the ocean was calling him back oh you know what i feel like he tried to retire as aquaman mm-hmm 
and he kept trying to run from it and the water kept coming and he had to go down there bada boom bada bing and the movie was over nah bada boom <laughs> <laughs> Someone, someone's cringing freaking comic book uh, stand is cringing right now girl I don't know but I saw it I saw it twice it was good I know people when I tell them that was the first Marvel movie they're like what the heck I'm like yeah girl like and I forgot who I offended oh go ahead no I said we don't care over here like <laughs> oh a former um, student activities director was so offended he huh I said he was tight when I said I didn't know none of the characters names and um, I told him we went to go see what's it called Infinity Infinity Stones. What is it called? Whatever. We went to see that twice, and we were googling both times. No, googling the first time, watching the second time. Yeah, we did. We did some research before we came the second time. But it's like if you if you make people feel like they're welcome, they will come. Like I was like, oh, I might could watch some other stuff, and then I was like, then I watched the little one, um. What's my dude? Little aunt, little aunt. Watch that. Ant Man? Yep. You watched Ant Man? Girl. I'm sorry, there's nothing. <laughs> there's some of these people I just I just simply cannot care about. Like <laughs> <laughs> I sure watch Ant Man. And I watched this other one, um I don't know. I really can't tell him apart. But I don't know. He did something. Oh, what's the dude that be bending? The one that was freaking useless in the um Oh my gosh, Vision! Wait, he bends? Yes. No, maybe I did not watch him. I was about to say because what does he do? He don't do nothing. Is what he Apparently, do. he has a whole bunch of other powers in some some other place. But he, and so where did they go? That so was where he was such a. They go. He literally wasted money. Like I could have done the same thing, and I can't. I act. was just gonna say I would have. I would have played Vision for a fraction of the cost. I'm telling you, if y'all would have just gave me like. Three thousand dollars. I would done the exact same part. Like, I could have acted I, worthless and and got injured. <laughs> he literally all he said was, "I love you." To assist with the red powers, and then um got impaled, and then from then on he was like a <laughs> rag doll. Like that was it. Like you could have like, hired me. To, I would have been a good rag doll too. Like <laughs> I wouldn't have said nothing. Okay. Um, in the news, um, <laughs> for being super pro- progressive, New Vision is a black woman. Right, and all I got, all you gotta do is swap around and get in the way. I could do that. Like, I mean, I did see, I didn't see any more besides the ones besides Black Panther, um, and the two after that, um, in theaters. But I did watch Thor Ragnarok, which is not even the first one. But the only reason why I watched that is because that's after he cut his hair, which is the only thing I care about. But um. I feel like maybe oh no 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 i watched um guardians of the galaxy i'm gonna say i watched over the beaver that yeah. that's the one beaver yeah the raccoon <laughs> <laughs> you sound like thor because thor what he thought he was a rabbit in the movie <laughs> and now you're talking about beaver yeah yeah the the chris pratt mm-hmm. oh that's group that's group yeah See, I be yeah. knowing. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I don't even like stuff like that. But I got invited in with Black Panther. And bada boom, bada bing. And you don't invite black people in by being it's, it's the black Mozart. You'd be like, look at this composer y'all didn't know about because of whiteness. 
Well, I'm a, dang, I lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's one of those are a couple of the reasons why that's problematic. I mean, give black people their things. We try to do that here on Classically Black. Um, don't the like you don't every not everything needs to be in proximity to whiteness for it right to, like not everything needs to have a connection to that and i think it's time for classical music to kind of step back and realize okay why do we need to why do we feel the need to do this mm-hmm. because i think and also like you look at the canon and you look at pretty much anything under the realm of classical music as we know it or as we as we have known it and it's all white mm-hmm. and so that's why you feel the need well ain't nobody gonna accept this if we don't if we don't X, Y, and Z. And also, people don't accept it, even by calling him the Black Mozart. Yeah. Like, it, ain't nobody playing no Chevalier de saint George At all. Except for at Gateways. And I just, I just, I mean, we've talked about that, too. Like, how um, people think, you know, it's it's only the Black people that need to play the Black stuff. Then why am I learning Beethoven? Right, and why am I learning Mozart? I mean, but we already said this, but it's Loki professors' fault as well. Because I mean, I'm not gonna drag mine, but you know, I stand, I stand mm-hmm. that man. He has done a lot for me. But the Hellstar came out on my recital. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's always. Oh, you know, I know it would be great for you. It would be great for everybody. Right. It would be great for everybody in the studio. Why, like? <laughs> But um, yeah. But on the bright side, classical music, classical music, it's about to be a reckoning, y'all. In a resurgence. If y'all haven't been paying attention, like classical music has really been. I mean, we see with this movie, like classical music has been in mainstream. Um, has been in mainstream media. And it's like exciting. Like most notably, I think we mentioned that we're just trying to find a guest for this. But we meant like when Beethoven made it to the shade room. <laughs> when I saw Beethoven on the shade room, I was like, hold up. And Beethoven was trending. No, Beethoven, was, Beethoven is black was trending. It was what a time to be alive. What and the memes. Time. It was like Beethoven went triple platinum on, on Spotify and and my dude, not my dude, but you know, we gon' Right. <laughs> We're not gonna say that on here, but um my dude Tovin, that that, that new Tovin just dropped. You, that you say he he went bah, 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 bah. Why why uh, that's not even how many it is. He went bah, bah, bah. <laughs> like and just the memes, right? Like how you feel about that? How you feel how you feel about like classical music? I'm mad I did five and then three. Still didn't get it. I, was I said ba 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 ba, and then I was like ba ba ba, da 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 da, <laughs> like. But they were like, "You see how he did that? He did it to him. Why he do that? Why he do that like that? Like." <laughs> and it's like that's classically black. It is. It's just exciting because I feel like also, I love that black people were talking about classical music, but it was also like when people started talking about you know Beethoven is black. It's also like people were it was uh, uh people were opening the conversation it was like did you know these other composers were also black and big black people were like oh snap okay we see you writing and you know mm-hmm. it, it was like 
it was just, it was good to be seen by our peers because it's like people don't always know we exist in these extremely white spaces you know what i'm saying like that's why misty copeland i mean she's an incredible dancer but it's like she in, inspired the masses because it's like people don't really oh y'all be y'all be dancing you know it's like the same mm-hmm. thing with um the same thing with Simone Biles. Like people, people were like glued to their to their TV screens. Be like, okay, period. Like she, uh, uh, Gabby Douglas before her. So it's like mm-hmm. when we see black people excelling in these white spaces, like we we lean in. It was so exciting. People were sending me that stuff left and right, talking about mm-hmm. y'all see this your people. They on the shade yeah. room. The shade room talking about nineteen million. How much followers they got? Nineteen million followers on Instagram. And like, then they posted another thing when um, after the BET Awards. Um, when they had that country singer or whatever, they were like, "Oh well, black people do all genres." So the Shade Room posted again, and they they featured um some black opera singers in one mm-hmm. of their posts. And I'm like, "Okay, this is the second time we've been on the Shade Room in like in the past couple of weeks, and now it is." And then I just like we out here, and then oh yeah yeah, and then for th- for those of y'all who are queer eye fans, uh, Jonathan Van Ness oh yeah um had on their podcast um their podcast is called uh curious with jbn and <laughs> jonathan is so cute they were like is are we seeing a crescendo of anti-racism and classical music <laughs> <laughs> i need to like, listen to it like i just I, I just love that i'm like because because they were like asking like like let's just do some quick questions like what is a sonata and like you know like that just that little like jokey is there are we seeing a crescendo of you know x y z like it's just so easy to make classical music approachable and y'all mm-hmm. deliberately choose not to yeah y'all want y'all think it's y'all think it's high art and it's like i don't know the summertime like i love classical music and everything like it's literally my life um but it's like the way y'all act in this profession is so aggy to me like yeah, the culture just really the culture is so up, like this is just be uprooted and shift like shifted and it's, there's nothing wrong with like studying something and like knowing the ins and outs of it because the way we the way we get better in classical music is is understanding it you know we study it we put there's performance practice for stuff but it's like the I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah, and it's like y'all. if you want to do academia and get into the academic side of things, you can do that for anything. You can do right. people write it. People write dissertations on hip hop. Like I remember, mm-hmm. um, what's her name? Um, Amanda Seals, and she got she did her master's thesis on like not one of Nas's albums and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. but you can still like that's still approachable music. Anything can go both ways. Like y'all build these barriers up. I remember, like y'all, like I remember, like uh. Like, even though, like, whatever, it was, like, I should know, I guess. But even though, like, that I should know who Kim Kashkashian is. Like, mm-hmm. my freshman year when I was, like, Kim what Kim Kardashian plays the viola? And it was, like, <laughs> what? Or, like, I, I forgot what so I said. so sick of it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, I said something. Like, I didn't know. I never heard, like, Beethoven 7. Like, when I was, like, a sophomore, I haven't heard. But I didn't hear Beethoven 7. Mm-hmm. And this dude was, like what and it's like people don't know what they don't know and it's like but, uh, classical music okay. is infinite like mm-hmm. and it's like yeah there's certain things you should know like there's certain like i guess but the culture surrounding this like i know everything it is and 
oh, you hear you hear that in the in the background when you hear the little that's that recording of that symphony from nineteen thirty, and it's like that's really really cool, but it's also like you can you can no one's telling you not to do that, but also just be aware of the fact that like you can do that and also let other people into to also learn as well and not make it feel like you gotta be you gotta be real real smart to to participate in classical music and know everything you need to know to do so but i also think i also think to a certain extent like the you should know x y and z is gatekeeping like, yeah that's why gatekeeping. I, yeah, yeah I, that's why i heard you, you were kind of like mm, like i guess you like because like yeah because I, I yeah i went back on that because it's like what do you mean what i should know I, everybody's yeah. learning because yeah i remember i, I mean like i should know the string of my viola that. that's something i should know okay <laughs> <laughs> like i should know how to shift the third position in tune i should know how to shift the fifth position like i should know how to do that but like should i know like what studio the freaking uh yin quartet recorded their their second album no i should like <laughs> I, i'm sorry i don't know that but now i know like no so i don't um huh no so sure i don't but um i remember i remember we talked about this and you were asking me like is there like i feel like for bass be so like because the especially in the solo you know realm it's just such a new instrument like mm-hmm. it's been the the development of virtuosic bass playing that concept is it's not completely new obviously there are people like dragon Eddie, like Botticini during their time but like as widespread as it is now is a fairly new concept mm-hmm. like you know um and just having a standard anything like we have things that are like kind of standard like you know the tuning but like also sometimes people have an extension sometimes people have a fifth string sometimes people you know there are people who have a high uh like a a fifth string on the higher side there are Mm -hmm. some you know like who have weird wonky tunings and even the 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 fingerings are not the same and like some countries that use the third finger above uh, a thumb position and some they don't and it's like we don't even have we don't ever all use the same bow like it's just all this stuff and I remember we were talking about you, you I think you asked me like is there a certain like standard repertoire where it's like if you don't know this it's like what you doing mm-hmm. and I'm like I wonder if that's just a me thing or if it really is that way and maybe a bass player can can weigh in but I feel like no I feel like we have standard like we have standard repertoire like obviously we know like these are the contrarity that we have but it's not like if you have not played that, you're not a bass player. You know, like that. Like, I feel yeah, like I for mean, a lot of instruments, they'd be like, oh, if you haven't played this Mozart, so, so, and so, and so. Okay. Um, <laughs> then then you're not really in what, what you're doing. Mozart, so, and so, and so. Sorry. The White Chevalier, so, 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 and so, and so. Right. Oh, that's um, what you're talking about. Okay, period. <laughs> right, right. right. So, I wasn't following, but, like, now you said that that way. Now right. I understand. Mm-hmm. Right. I have to mm. do that connection. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe this is bass player blasphemy. I've never played a piece by Bodicini. Ever. <laughs> Not even one. I mean, I took a I took a lesson with somebody who I really respect, and she really changed my approach to uh, probably already said who it was, but um, I I was I was she, she asked me because I I've been using Walton. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's gonna change as soon as I get to Memphis because he's gonna be like, girl, don't nobody use Walton. No, 
Beverly Kane Baker told me she was like, if you ain't finna nail the bottom of that first page of Walton, and if you know, you know, do not play. No, if you're not finna nail it, Walton's a death trap. The first page is literally like, if you make it out, period. Okay, since so you're doing it, because it's it's terrible. Like, from the the so you measure three. Yeah, you screw, bro. Like yeah, it it do get up there. And then you got octaves off the rip. Who hurt you? You know what I'm saying? And then you have da 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 da. It slaps low key, but it's like you shouldn't use it for an audition. But I've been like a dummy. So, okay. um, <laughs> so she was like, "Oh, do you know Bar Talk?" I'm like, "I know two moments of Bar Talk," and it was like, "Oh, you need to da da da." da. And it's like. Girl, I haven't gotten there yet. If you knew where I came from, you would know why I don't know Bartok yet. I'm on my own little thing. It's like, I mean, I haven't played every bot. I I haven't played. I think I've only played. Yep, I only played one, two, three of Bach. That's half. That's like, like a lot to me. It's like, I, but I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to admit that stuff because if you know, if you know what how, is, huh? I said, I feel like for maybe for cellists, like maybe having played at least some of all six, I don't know. That's all. That also sounds like a lot. Six whole suites. Yeah, that I mean, like a lot. I mean, the box suites for VR are bread and butter. I don't think maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not as much as cello, but definitely like that's our that's our solo rep. Period. Mm-hmm. It's like they gonna ask you. Some orchestra auditions will even ask you for a prelude to a box suite. Like we we certainly do them, but because you know we're turn, we're tuned in um we're tuned in fourths and yeah um, yeah some stuff is just like what the heck and so obviously you know you can find a bass player that's done probably any given movement but there are certain ones that are just like more common than others and mm-hmm. you know somebody somebody out here doing six you're like huh but you know. yeah as a violist you'll you'll play all six but also yeah. like I'm not ashamed to admit like what I haven't played just because I know. I know that really I wasn't even supposed to make it this far. So it's like I I'm never ashamed to be like I've only played one of the Brahms, the two of the two Brahms sonatas. I've only done this. Like a girl because I know it's my it's my business. Like I'm mm-hmm. doing what I have to do to get to where I have to go to and that's it. That's on period. Like I'm never and out like I'm always because I just hate the culture of classical music so much sometimes. I remember I will, I'll never forget. I've said it before on this show. I was in graduate. First of all, if you go to Eastman, it's a it's a scam. I don't care. Oh, if you, I already know what you're gonna say. Okay, not the whole not the whole school. Let me clarify. <laughs> <laughs> not the whole school. But basically, like if you if you wasn't inventing music theory with Bach, like don't even bother studying for that entrance exam as a grad student. You finna be in remedial theory. And I hate that they call it remedial because how we how's a remedial we all in here? But <laughs> they called like it every- intensive for us huh they called it intensive for us girl i mean i was in that with dma phd students in freaking remedial theory it's a remedial don't even bother studying for that giant don't even just just go to the test girl and then sign up after like you're taking remedial <laughs> theory as a grad student at eastman period unless you like are really really freaking good at theory like i i can I was pretty social and I only knew like two people who, who passed out of that thing. So it was semester two. We just got back from break. Good sis, put the little key signature on the board, got to the piano, started playing. And I raised my hand and I was like, so y'all stop, y'all stop giving starting pitches. 
and she was like oh uh, 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 i'm like yeah because what the heck like put the, put the starter pitch on the thing yeah. I and i was always like I was like, I was always the one who raised my hand. I was like, I don't get that. Because all of y'all are sitting here understanding like y'all, because classical music is like that. It's like, oh, and da, 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 da. I'm like, I will be in the class. I will, and I, I always know that I'm not trying to like gas myself up, but I, I noticed in music theory, like it was like the first, maybe the first two weeks, week two or week three, I, I, I finally raised my hand. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying to me. You could, you speak in Mandarin. And after that, now people start raising their hands because y'all are so used to oh, either sure knowing everything or pretending like y'all know. I hate that about classical music. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a trendsetter. I just I'm not paying Eastman to be confused. Person to raise their. I'm not paying too much money for this remedial theory that I did not come here as a theory major to be confused. Period. I said I would never take another theory class ever in my life. I hope that is true. I pray that is true. I have no interest in a DMA anyway, so. Yeah, some people would rather lay down and die than a DMA? raise their hand. A Dima? Nah. <laughs> we stopping at this artist diploma. Okay, that's what we are stopping. Full halt. I cannot even Brown. picture me. I can't even picture me writing a dissertation. a dissertation. At first, that's something I really wanted to do. I have, I have, I still have a dissertation topic in the back of my head. Like I know exactly if I were to write a dissertation, I know what it's gonna be. But. Even when I write a blog post, I start on a notes app because the literal sight of Microsoft Word makes me sad. Like, I cannot, I'm not going to stare at Microsoft Word for 100 odd pages. Minimum. No, ma'am. Do it on pages. Or Google Docs. Don't have to be Microsoft Word, sister. You heard it here first. I'm telling Lottie Dottie and everybody, I am not (laughs) getting a demo. Oh... Right. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I had something else to say, but I forgot it. So, oh well. I think I lost. Probably lost it around the time that you said Eastman was a scam. So, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> so They're gonna say. be in our DMs. Y'all got other. Y'all got other problems afoot. Once y'all saw that. <laughs> I don't feel bad for y'all. Solve that. What's that? What's that video that was going around with that little girl, um, who was trying to put her seatbelt on? Her dad was like, "You need some help." And she was like, "Worry about your own self, Eastman. Y'all got stuff to fix. Period." Fall semester starting soon, huh? We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she was trying something. <laughs> Well, no episode that went over my computer. Um, yeah, but that's it. Cause I, I really can't remember my thoughts. So, we we going to Black Excellence. Black S. Es- oh my god! You good? <laughs> black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are we talking about, Delaney? All right, so today we are talking about uh, someone by the name of Lamont Barlow. So Lamont has been in my notes um, to have his Black Excellence for a while. Honestly, since like around May. 
um, because he posted this video of him playing um, one of Hindemith's wind quintets alone. He was playing. He he played the the quintet on each instrument, all five instruments, and stitched it together and put it in a video. I'm like, wait, you, he was. He, he was, was playing, playing the, the flute part, the oboe part, the clarinet part, the bassoon part, and the horn part. On one instrument? No. <laughs> Katie. No, he recorded the he recorded them and stitched them together. Yeah, I'm saying, but like did he use one instrument to make every single one or did he No my he was dude playing, really had he a bassoon? Playing the flute and he then he was playing the oboe and then he was playing the clarinet. Not then he was playing K No, that's fine. T. If you really want to lie to all these people, that's fine. Katie. I'm not finna sit here. And, and, and you gonna tell me it actually gets more ridiculous so i hope you know that it actually gets more ridiculous like not only was he out here playing first of all and it's not even like it's not like oh he was playing at a, an arrangement of mary had a little land or so like he was playing from you know from suzuki book one he was playing a hindemith with yeah, hindemith you're not gonna have no, me out here looking dumb delaney i'm sorry i don't believe that hindemith is not is on actual videotape it is on video <laughs> tape actually you know what i'm i got it right here i will play it like, Hindemith is not no regular dick. Like, listen to this. He really up there playing it. Like, how, how, to be able to play all of those instruments that are very different instruments very different very different instruments to like it's not like you know you was playing like i don't know every instrument is obviously individual but these are very very di- like a horn and a clarinet also we have i would never forget the bassoon for that break they got from f to g i would never forgive them not even that from f sharp to g ain't no reason that you gotta use all them fingers no bro we ain't i would never forget the bassoon for that um, but that's very nice. I'm gonna stop trying because at this point, what's the point? Right. I'm what's just, the point? Okay. If he doing that, all right. Right. Exactly. Like well, next thing you know, now he coming out with a string octet. Um, right. <laughs> now I'm, uh, I'm obsolete in his eyes. All right. And now, <laughs> now he playing that first page of Walton. Right. Um, in tune. But get this. Actually, he's not. Okay. Okay. So he started. He started playing the bass clarinet in the fourth grade. Um, and then he started playing the bassoon. Um, he said that the, the bassoon is one of the one of the last ones that he learned around high school. Um, and he and was playing it in college too. First of all, like like I've played other instruments, but bass has always been my main instrument, and I haven't yeah. been playing it like on this level, you know. Like yeah. I played in band and stuff, and like the band was like just okay, like it wasn't nothing you special. In band? Mm-hmm. That's why when people be like, "Oh, you don't even know the woodwind life," and I'm like, "Actually, I do. I played the flute and the bassoon for years in high school." Girl, so I yeah, to, uh, I was in pep band for like three seconds, and then I went to the I went to the all major band in college, and it, like the first rehearsal, it was too hard. That flute music was too hard, baby. It was too it was too much. Quick, and he and, and let me see, he's elite. Like he was on from the top. Like we already know you on from the top. Oh, see, he wanted them. But get, but get. Wait this. for which instrument or all of them? I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like he just out here, but um, 
so when he went when he was going to um when he was going to college he was like all right let's see what we finna do he went to harvard graduated, all right i'm ready to go katie he graduated with high honors in biochemistry <laughs> in biochemistry while while serving as associate principal bassoon of the new england philharmonic katie right, i can't katie i cannot make this up no you making stuff make up, up and I'm, katie, I'm literally katie. my mouse is hovering over this x katie. i'm leaving because i feel like you don't care about the integrity of the show i feel like <laughs> not turning i feel me. like it's like every anything goes at this point so i feel like i'm just gonna exit because well, ain't no way you're gonna tell me well, anything about to keep going too because i'm not even done delaney Okay. Katie, I'm not even done. Guess then, guess what he did then? First of all, what you are, how, you are, how, how I guess what what he do? You, go to the moon? When NASA, first what of he all, do? you're at a, you're at an Ivy League getting a degree and a graduate with high honors in biochemistry and also an associate principal player. What what are you? Who are you? And then he went to medical school at Columbia, yet another Ivy League. And now he's Man, assistant now. Katie, he is assistant professor in the department of urology. What that is, I you urology. know what urology? Urology, u r o l o g y, urology. I'm gonna look it up. What, um, what, he, what that mean? Oh wait, hold on, I got it. It's the branch of medicine and physiology concerned with the function and disorders of the urinary system. I was gonna guess P, but you know I didn't want to. All guess. right. <laughs> annoying um, <laughs> but in addition to that and also this is at nyu uh, medical school so he's assistant professor of that and also assistant professor in the department of pathology which is the science that um of the causes and effects of diseases especially the branch of medicine that deals with the laboratory uh, examination <laughs> of samples of body tissue for diagnostic and forensic purposes huh Yo Dutch getting real good, Delaney. Huh? I said, yo Dutch getting real good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I I understood about about three words in that sentence, and they were the, of, and for. So, no, I'm just playing. Pathology. Um, but his research his his research um is around bladder cancer, urology, urologic oncology, and organoids. What is an organoid? What is an organoid? <laughs> What is an organ? You know what? I'm like, this is what, and this is what I can't do with y'all. You are a full-on professor, doctor, researcher, all of this, and that, and then you fix yourself to bring out all five instruments and record a Hindemith Wind Quintet. Are we supposed to just be okay with that? Nah, y'all not playing fair, and I'm sick of it. Like, and he's, and he's, he really was like, you know what? I don't even do this no more. But just to remind y'all, I could take every single one of your jobs. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> I could be every single principal in the woman section in any given orchestra. I could do that. <laughs> if I, an organoid, if I so please. An organoid is a miniaturized and simplified version of an organ produced in vitro in three dimensions that shows realistic microanatomy. They're like little baby little little baby livers. This is ridiculous. And and it's crazy because in <laughs> I was excited to to uh, feature him as Black Excellence, especially because we we always talk about like people in classical music. They be like, of course, it's it's perfectly fine to take your art seriously, and because this is a lot of people's career. But there are people who just play instruments, and like, not everything needs to be, you know, like some people play instruments for fun. And then I'm like, for him to be like 
listen, I'm not even doing this. Like, this is not even my stuff no more. He been making organoids. Like, and and to be popping at it. Like, people think that you really got to, you really got a higher education at a conservatory or whatever. You got to get that. And, and, you know, but he really out here snatching edges and being a doctor and curing uh, bladder cancer and stuff. And, and like. And organoiding. Organoiding and urologin <laughs> and. And what's the other one? Pathologin and, and, Path- and pathologins. Mm-hmm. Right. I just I'll link the video and I'll link his page. You can see, I mean, if you if you need an organoid or something, he can hook you up. <laughs> he can make one in, in vitro in vitro. Like, huh? I just I can't with y'all. I can't. Y'all got people feeling mediocre. Period though. Yeah, but um that's him. My edges have disintegrated, so. I mean, my uh, forehead go all the way back now. It's all the way back. It's just a head now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, look like my uncle Carl. Okay, why (laughs) do that to him? (laughs) Why? It be your own. It really be your own. Oh, he been bald. He alright. All right. He ain't bald. Then he shaves his head. Okay. I mean, not that it would be bad the other way. It makes it a little better. Well, I'm just saying, like, hardly oh, seen, you know. Um. Anyway, piece of the week. Oh shoot! I need a piece of the week. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, my piece of the week is um called Spain, and it's by the String Queens, and I will link that. It was a. Uh, I wasn't familiar with this album. I don't know when they released it, but someone shared it with me. Oh, 2019. Um, someone shared it with me, and it's a bop, and I liked it. It's called Spain by the String Queens. Period. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellent suggestion and please I beg a new co-host suggestion send them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you you are ridiculous <laughs> like really Delaney <laughs> bye I didn't even do nothing but bye y'all yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs>